0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cough Gunner. Today is your episode 108, I think. Yeah, if I'm wrong, I will put it right in the It's been a difficult two weeks for me. My husband's grandmother just passed away last Tuesday. It has been wild while for her. I mean, we went to visit her during Christmas on Boxing Day she was all fine she looked fresh and nice so we thought it could be another year for her after our visit and then she went down and well she had a really great life she was 98 98 years old it's just very sad to see someone gone forever and the thought of that makes me very sad i can't even talk about it and this thing inspired me to talk about a topic that one of you have asked, family relationship. It has been very hard for me to deal with a family relationship. First, when I was in China, it was always hard. <laughs> I was a good daughter. Good daughter means I listened to them. I did whatever I was told and they liked it. They thought I was a good daughter. And then, you know, came here. I all of a sudden found myself. I wanted to do something by myself and I wanted to become me and that means I'm not going to be a good daughter and then they don't like it. They think I'm brainwashed and then I'm no longer the good daughter anymore. You can't say they don't love me. They definitely love me very much. I think if if I say, well, wow, you have to sacrifice for me to have a good life, they will sacrifice in a second. They are those kind of parents. But it's very hard for me to live with them. Some of you might know that in the summer, Uh, My mom came to help me with the baby, and I really appreciate that. I was really crying before she came here. I was crying so hard. I couldn't handle that. I didn't know I had postpartum depression back then. I just felt desperate. I wanted her to come here, and I missed her so much that in my whole life, in my memory, what I could remember, I never really missed her that much, like so much. So she came to rescue me. The first week was very tough. Fights all the time, different living habits, you know, different ways to take care of the baby. She never listened to me, and then uh, I never listened to her. And of course, she she is such a strong woman, and I'm very strong too. And, and it just it was just very hard. And I start to regret to have her here. So why did I make this situation? But then, as things went well, went smooth, and then she got better, I got better. We started to open up and I talk about the past, talk about all the fights we had in the past. Then I started to realize sometimes, sometimes your family members, your parents, your grandparents, they love you so much, but we're just different people. And when you have different people in the same room, it's hard to get along. And you have to acknowledge that. You have to admit that. You can't get along with everybody, even though they're your parents. And then talking about regional family, I used to be talking about that a lot. I feel some parts of me have definitely been affected by how I grew up, how I I was raised. And... And you cannot say there's n- there's nothing going on. There's no influence from your family background, from from where you grew up, from your friends, from, your, from people you're surrounded. There are definitely some. But is that vital to the point that you can't change your life? Probably not. It's just very difficult for you or very hard, extremely hard for some of the people to break the cycle. And... Be the pioneer. You have to bear a lot of blames and responsibilities and unhappy voices there. And that's the reality. If you want to have this, then you have to sacrifice some of that. Uh, I just learned a new word, "cakesum." I think that's a word. You, You can't eat the cake and have it. You have to choose one. And some of you ask how you can improve the family relationship or how you can escape from the influence from your family. Those are two things. First, how can you improve the relationship with your family members? You have to remember any kinds of relationship, when you call it relationship, it's not just you. It's mutual. It's everybody in that relationship. You can't just say, how am I going to do something to help with that? If you're the only one who wants to improve, it's going to take forever and you're going to rarely see the results, and it feels very, very frustra- frustrating when you do that. What my, my suggestion, what well, it took me very long time to get to where I am here with my parents, my suggestions: you be really open. You tell them how you feel with a calm tone, with a calm voice. Things can get very heated. When you are not calm. Um, I just saw a post about something going on in the UK about the pianist or something. It was it was such a heated situation. If both of them could calm down and had a like a nice talk, communication about the issue, I think things shouldn't have gone to that direction. But anyway, come back to our topic about family. What I think is if you can, if you have a chance, can you ask your parents, say, well, today I'm going to take you to, let's say, Starbucks. I'm going to take you to McDonald's or take any kind of uh, nice restaurant, sit there and have a nice meal, and then start to the vent out. See, I want to be honest with you. I want to open up and talk about how I feel, how I have been feeling about the whole relationship we have, and see how they react. It might take a few attempts to make it happen well, it's been years since after, after I came to, yeah, after I came to Canada, 10 years, 10 years, non-stop fights about everything. We still have a couple of like hiccups here, there with them. Like, see my mom, when we, when we FaceTime, my mom would not say, well, put your socks on him or say, oh, you need to get a haircut. Oh, don't cut too short. Don't cut too long because then I have to be quiet because i could feel myself going to erupt at the moment and going to explode but i had to give myself a second i think i talked about this in the in the in the previous video about pause and take a step back from the heated situation because if you're in there and you're heating up and you're not going to calm down and have a very rational talk talk with, with, the, with the other person so I took a step back and I calmed down I was just eating my thing and I think about don't take it personally she just cares about her grandson then I said Oh, wow, well, okay. So I just called her socks police. And it's said, oh, you know, there is a kind of a thing about socks police when they take baby back to China and all the old women, the grand, they talk about you are not having the socks on your baby. Uh, it's very funny. But let me tell you, we believe science. We believe doctors and whatever they say, I, I, I agree with them. I will follow them. But there is something that concerns me. I will also do that too. But if you want socks on, I will put socks on. Those are small things you can compromise. Hair thing, well, it's about him. It's about the style and I will leave it to him whether he wants to do it or not, even though he was really, he's still little, but I don't want to make decisions from the third person. So I said, well, you gotta relax and then don't worry about those tedious things because those tedious things are not gonna hurt him. Whether he's gonna have a short hair or long hair, it's not gonna hurt him. He will grow up healthily. You need to sit there, relax, just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the baby. That's all you need to do. And then she learned. She took a step back and she's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just me, you know, my personality. I've been like that for many years. I said, yeah, we understand. That's why I would remind you. To get to the harmonious moment like this, it took me 10 plus years to work on it. I was from a rebel I always want to fight against them, to, I'm trying to understand them, to try to, I want to seek for their apologies, their understanding, their empathy, to now we just live our own life. If you want to change other people to suit your demand your needs, what you want, it's not going to happen, or it might happen, it's going to take very, very, very hard time for you to make it happen. And then you're gonna make yourself feel so frustrated and so depressed. So back to the restaurant. You're gonna to have to talk with your parents about how you feel about yourself, feel about them, why you are acting in a certain way. This is your signal to tell them, this is your behavior to tell them you're good inside, you just want attention from them, you just want freedom from them, this is why. They're not gonna understand in the very beginning. They are not. Even you try 10 times, 20 times, they're still not going to understand you. But if you really want to improve it, you really want to change the situation, and then you keep doing that, don't feel discouraged, just keep doing that, keep doing that until you realize your parents are just your parents. That's their personality. That's the way they deal with things. That's how they grew up. That's how they were taught about how to deal with relationships. Then you're not going to change them. It's very hard to change someone's personality then you have to let go of it you have to let go of it you have to be nice to yourself and then tell yourself you know what there's nothing I can do. I'll have to move on. And that was my situation back to 10 years ago. I was so depressed because they wanted me to do a postgraduate program in, in China. I just could not. I, I am very bad at ta- tests. I just, I don't know why. I know I'm capable. I just can't do tests. So anyway, back to their, yeah, I failed twice, three times. And they were so upset. They were so, they're not mad at me. They were just upset that I couldn't be like, other kids how come other kids got in a really good universities and how could I like I'm a good kid I study really hard how how come you just don't get into a university and do a postgraduate program I don't know I felt like by by the age back then I felt like that was the end of my life. That's it. I didn't get into any university for the postgraduate. That was the end of it. And I was going to give up my life. I was going to give up everything. Well, I even thought about suicide. But then I was worried about my parents. If I died, then nobody's going to take care, take care of my parents and then they're going to feel really sad and they couldn't probably survive. Then I cannot do that because I can't be selfish as a good daughter. But then that means I'll give up my own life. I'll become one of those numbing person. You know, I don't care about life. I don't care about my partner. I don't care about in the future if I'm going to have family or not. I'll just follow whatever the path everybody follows. I'll do it. How depressing how depressing the thought is and then all of a sudden this opportunity came up and I said to my mom I don't want to die young like inside outside I don't want to die young I want to go out and I want to see things I want to experience different things then I can come back and I say fine that's it and then I can get back back to normal life but at least I have the chance I want to see it I want to experience it then she said okay fine you can go but don't don't stay there you come back But my dad wasn't happy about my decision. And then he said, if you go, then we're no longer father daughter. So I was doing everything by myself. I applied for visa. I applied for school. I prepared everything. I didn't ask for help from them. And I got everything done. I said, I'm really leaving. I want to see this. It's not long program. A few months, I will be back. Well, you know what? Life is full of surprises, right? And look, I'm still here. So I came here and all of a sudden I feel like I found my pond. I'm this little goldfish. I found, I found my pond. I can swim in there like a crazy, crazy fish. So I enjoyed it here. I wanted to stay here. Not because I don't like my country. I don't want to come back. It's it's a lifestyle there. It just, it doesn't agree with me. And I don't agree with that too. And I had really hard time living a life as a normal person. So I decided to stay here. They were first happy. And then they started to talk about, well, you know, look at their parents. Uh, they were laughing at us because we don't have kids, kid, you know, at home around them. I feel, I still feel sad. I feel very sad I'm not next to my parents. I can't take them to hospital when they're sick. I can't help them when they need help with uh, electronic devices. I just can't. I feel helpless when I I think about it. But you have to think, this is being a little selfish. You have your own life. Eventually, you're going to step on a journey by yourself, no matter if you have a family or not. You are by yourself. You're going to do this well and you're going to do this better to treat yourself so for the rest of life you are not regretting what you didn't do it is very hard again you can't eat the cake and have it you just have to do it which one you want to choose if you decide to have a life for yourself then there are going to be some sacrifices there and then you have to you have to take it if you don't like the sacrifices you think they're too big too huge to handle then you have to give up the life you want and then find a better way. Find a compromised way to live the life you want. And you might not be happy about it, but that's your choice. Choices have consequences, right? So for a while, when my parents finally came to visit me, uh, after a while, I showed them how I'm a very, I'm the person who loves boundaries. I cherish that. And that's why I like this culture here. You just mind your own business. And when my parents came here, they felt, they felt I was a little bit distanced. They felt like I didn't want them. I acted a little bit extreme at that moment I felt like you should do this you should do that so I became my parents I wanted them to do this to follow this so 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 I could be happy because I think this is right to follow why don't you follow it fights fights all the time when they discovered that my boyfriend back then was a Canadian they oh. they really had a huge fight. It was brutal, it was brutal. But my husband back then was very understanding and supportive. He said, I understand it is hard for parents who never traveled to another country, who never was exposed to another culture, to accept they're gonna have a white son-in-law. It is hard. So I really appreciate his understanding then, that there's talk, there's fight, but I was very sure he was the one I believed. If I stay with him, I will be very happy, because he offered me a lot of emotional support that I didn't have from my parents. That's what I wanted. I'm strong. I have a good job. He's strong. He has a good job. I got my permanent residency here by myself. I don't need to rely on him. I'm not asking f- for things from him that I don't have. I just because I stay with him because I I want to have this family with someone that i'm not gonna have fights all the time and they didn't like it i like small wedding my wedding was very funny my first wedding i have two weddings my first wedding small friends we went to city hall we got a paper signed friends witnessed everything all good i loved it my parents thought because we were poor we couldn't afford a wedding so we didn't do it they were not happy and also because they weren't here i felt bad that my parents weren't here for my big moment and the next year in summer, they came to visit. They we plan to have a wedding, wedding. And again, I don't, I don't like big events. I don't like organizing things, and I'm just a very lazy person. And everything was organized by my husband. He just asked me, "Do you like this? Do you like that? Okay, okay." And then he did everything. So I was quite happy about this moment. We have twelve people, but all our close friends and family members. That was it. I like when people care about your happiness. So I I was very happy about the small wedding. Went to church and then little gown, and everything was all good. They didn't. They were not happy because they couldn't use pictures of those small wedding, not fancy, nothing, not luxuries, no 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 fancy stuff, no bougie stuff, to show people in China that oh my daughter married into a good family. Good family means rich family. I'm sure they didn't mean that way, saying that I. I should marry to a rich person. I think they are just worried that I can't get a good life if I'm married to a poor person. What they don't understand is, in their definition, being rich is, you buy whatever you want all the time. Well, I want that too. But they don't understand, having a family is more important than being rich, if you decide to have a family. When you have a family, it's about how you coordinate how you sing this symphony, how you make everything happen smoothly. And that's how you have a really good romantic relationship. They don't understand. They think life is a life. You're going to have to worry about other things. Sure. But then I told them, they, this is a part of the thing. Your parents are not going to believe you, trust you, because they still think you are a kid. Even though you're 60 years old, they're going to think you're a kid. This is This is Asian parents. So they don't believe my judgment about person, the beliefs, everything so i said look i'm not gonna marry to a poor person because i know being poor is going to cause a lot of challenges problems in life and the challenges problems will kind of grind down your relationship with the person and then eventually you're just going to be apart right but this is my judgment he has a good job he makes money his family his parents are lovely lovely parents lovely people i love them and everything is so harmonious i, I observed every single detail and that's why i decided this person is the person i'm not done i believe love but i don't believe in, in love Okay, so love is not the only thing. You have to look at other aspects in the relationship, but you you do have to have love to maintain this re- relationship and go further, go along with that. But that's not the only thing you need to think about when you get into the marriage. But that is an important thing to think about it. So they didn't believe me. Anyway, for all the years now here, they finally realized my husband is such a good guy. <laughs> he just doesn't speak Mandarin. <laughs> and now I have a kid and they understand. All their worries were gone now i have a family i have my kid i have a dog i have a husband i'm like one of those kids from their neighbors but that took a very long time and i took the courage took the god for me to leave everything behind to go to another country and start all over again back to square one even my english back to square one started all over again started to relearn everything and it comes to all the way to now can you do it so that is why I think it is not easy to do it when you want to improve a relationship because it's mutual. It cannot just be you. It has to be everybody in this relationship. Would they be open to you? Would they talk about their things? Can you find a way to encourage them to talk about things? There's going to be a trigger. There's going to be a moment that all of a sudden, You decide and your parents decide to open up and they start to talk about why they think about this. But also you have to remember everything you talk about, it's going to be very painful. It's going to hurt, but you have to calm down. You have to tell yourself to not take it personally. You have to just listen to them. Let them finish what they want. And sometimes maybe they just got no one to listen to them. And now you can be the one to listen to them, to listen to their feelings, their their complaints, their whiny stuff. Be that person and be calm and analyze. Analyze all their words, all their worries, all their feelings behind that. What is their really true motive inside? And then you can open up again and talk about it. But it takes a very long time. It takes a very long time. Another thing is when you have... A really terrible family, uh, which which is not common, but you cannot say it's. New. You might have the family that just that just can't help you. Not only they can't help you, they're gonna drag you to the black hole. They're suck all your energy. They're gonna want to keep you in this dark hole and not go anywhere. Is that what you want? Can you escape? I mentioned this before. The book Edu- "Educated" by uh, Tara Westover. This is my all-time favorite, all-time favorite book. The reason I like it not because my parents are like like their parents, not that extreme. It just I I felt myself there. A lot of things she said there. A lot of. It, of her experience in that book resonated with me because I feel like I was escaping from my parents but also I felt guilty because all the time I was looking for the love, looking for the connection with them, I could not. But then I had to move on and to live my own life. If if this talk can help you move on and find your own life and I will be really happy. But I just want to tell you whoever there is sometimes that connection can be bad. The connection can be bad. Can you can you recognize that? Can you identify that? If you think this is gonna really make me feel depressed, sad, negative about everything. I just can't, I can't chase, I can't pursue my own dream in life, anything then you should make a decision. There's a quote from that book I really love. It's the, I think it's in the end of chapter. I couldn't remember. I found it. I'm going to read it. I really love it. It says, you can love someone and still choose to say goodbye to them. You can miss a person every day and still be glad that they're no longer in your life. My life was narrated by for me by others. Their voices were forceful, empathetic, absolute. It had never occurred to me that my voice might be as strong as theirs. So two quotes. First one, you love your parents. You love your mom. You love your dad. You love your grandparents. I love my mom very much. If she needs me to sacrifice my life, I will do that in a second. No hesitation at all. But I can't live with them. I have to say goodbye. And I have to move on and live my own life. I miss them every day. Every time I see my little one, he has achieved his milestones. He's laughing. He's doing this. He's like, surprising me every day. That moment, I miss my parents. I want them to see that. But I know I can't. I can't have them here live with me for a very long time, for the rest of life. Because we need, I need I need to grow up. I need my personal space. I just can't do that. We're so different. We're so different to the point that we just can't live under the same roof. Period. But do I love them? Do I miss them? Absolutely. No doubt. They want me to do anything, I won't hesitate for a second. But I just can't. And then thinking about my life back in China how I worked, how I I found a job, how I went to university, how I behaved in front of other people. I feel like it wasn't me. My life wasn't my life. My life was narrated by other people's voices. They said, you should do this. You should do that. You should settle. You should, as a girl, as a woman, at this age, you should. This is how my life went. I had no choice. But do I really have no choice? Probably not. I have a choice. I can do it. But it takes Forever it takes hard effort to make it happen. I have to sacrifice a lot, but am I happy where I am what I'm? Yes, but when I look back at all the sacrifice I made, do I regret? No, it was not fun. It was not a pleasure experience, but I wouldn't regret. But do you have the courage to do it to make it happen? Well, family relationship those kind of topics are huge, are broad, and you can talk about it for years and days. That this that's why there are a lot of a lot of studies on this, a lot of the psychological uh research on this. I I'm not I'm not an expert, but this is my experience. And I hope you, you like it. Maybe there's something that can inspire you to make your own decision and move on and do a better job to treat yourself better treat yourself nicely, then I feel like I'm doing something good. But if not, just listen to it for fun and practice your English, right? Anyway, so I hope really you like this episode. I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.